You can tell how long ago I started working on this script because at the top of my text document here is just in really tiny letters, it just says Cybertruck. And that's when I wrote this after the Cybertruck announcement. And I started writing it then. And it's taken this long because of many factors, many factors. But all that aside, this is the story of Tesla Motors. Uh, Tesla, as some of you may know, um, to some of you, it may be a surprise, and others of you might be in utter disbelief of this fact. It was not founded by Elon Musk, no, nor did he have anything to do with the company until 2004. I'm going to give him points for it, at least, because that was very early in the company's lifetime. You see, the company was founded in 2003, July of 2003, by Martin Eberhard and Mark Tarpening. And I think that's the latest that a company has ever been founded on this channel that I've been talking about because they all usually happen like 1900s or 1800s in the case of like Nestle and Pacific Gas and Electric and all that stuff. But yeah, Tesla Motors isn't even like 20 yet. It's like it's like 17. It's going to be 17 this year. And that's insane. I like that's in that's incredible. But uh, yeah, the two uh, Martin and Mark they would act as the company's sole form of financing until round A of investing, which would happen in 2004. And ever since the beginning of the company, its goal and roadmap was to create an affordable electric vehicle starting on the high end for early adopters and then developing lower priced options as time went on, eventually planning to release SUVs and sedans for the mainstream public. You know, that's always been their goal, to bring electric vehicles to the masses because electric vehicles and all that other stuff it's a lot better for the environment than uh, gas vehicles and coal power and all that stuff which you know tesla still seems to be doing today with their acquisition of solar city and all that other stuff but it was in 2004 that elon musk would come in to lead the first round of investing becoming the chairman for the board of directors his early involvement was more in the design of their initial car, and less in the day-to-day -day of the company, you know? Uh, apparently, he insisted that the body be made from a carbon fiber reinforced polymer, uh, in short, just carbon fiber, and lead the design on not only the styling of the vehicle, but also the power delivery systems and other electronics. Uh, you know, when the Tesla Roadster was unveiled in 2006, Musk was the one to receive the Global Green Product Design Award of that year, as well as the Index Design Award the next year, both of which seemed pretty good for his uh, third year on the job, or second year, rather. Um, in July of 2005, they would enter an agreement with the British automotive company Group Lotus to produce complete cars minus the powertrain called gliders. That's what it's called when you... Um, create an electric car, but don't include the powertrain. It's called a glider. Uh, more specifically, Lotus would not only assist in the styling and engineering development for the Roadster, but would also license certain technology to Tesla, as well as the final manufacturer of the Roadster, constructing the car at their plant in Hethel, Norfolk. You know, they would manufacture the Roadster, and they would give designs and all that other stuff. Uh, it was a six-year contract that was set to end in 2011. However, when the time came, they agreed to extend the agreement further in order to keep the Roadster in production through December, aiming to sell 2,400 units. Um, Lotus has a pretty good track record here. They also worked on other iconic car models. Most notably, Lotus was the design company behind the DMC DeLorean. 
They also worked with other car manufacturers such as Isuzu, Volvo, Chrysler, and Kia, you know. So they've been doing this for a while. They seem pretty skilled at it. So it's good that they were able to get to work with him, Tesla. Since Musk seemed to be handling most things fine, Martin Eberhard, CEO at the time, was asked to step down from the position, being demoted to president of technology before leaving the company entirely with Mark in 2008. So it's 2008, you know, five years after the company has started, and the original founders have already left because Musk was doing just so well, I guess. Um, another oddity of the company that sets it apart from other companies that I've talked about is the fact that, you know, they left so early. The founders seem to do little more than finance and run the company for a year, then lend it off for three years after that, lasting about four years with the company in total. Uh, Everhard was initially replaced with Michael Marks in 2007 for a temporary time before Ziv Dory took over in December. The next month, the company would lay off several people who had great involvement from the beginning after a performance review by Dory. This wouldn't entirely save the company, though, uh, as they had reduced their workforce as their burn rate was out of control. Uh, they still needed another round of funding by May of 2008. They weren't quite profitable on the Roadster yet. Um, in September of 2008, the Tesla Roadster would be released. Its looks inspired by the AC Propulsion T0. The car delivered only 27 Roadsters in the first half of the month, and by the end of September, the car had only had 30 models delivered. It took until December of 2008 to deliver the 100th Roadster, which is terrible turnout for a, for a car, only being able to produce 30 in a month. That's like one per day. You know, that's not very good. Um, in October, serving for less than a year, Dory was made vice chairman of the board and was succeeded by Musk, who would quickly lower the workforce by 25%. Lots of layoffs in early Tesla history, I noticed. Um, Dory left the vice chairman position in December of 2008, and December also saw the fifth round of investing so far, concluding in over $40 million in debt financing avoiding bankruptcy for now. However, despite their recent near-miss of bankruptcy, shaky management and not being able to supply enough cars to meet pre-orders, uh, the company had raised over $180 million by January of 2009, now delivering 127 cars. So even though everything was going wrong for them right now, that they were still able to raise money, so they were still operating. Um, almost $70 million of that was Musk's personal investment, presumably from his stake in PayPal and earlier stuff that he had done. Even after the near-miss bankruptcy that he just had, 10% of the company was bought by Daimler AG, a German company best known for Mercedes-Benz. That 10% of the company was worth $50 million, perhaps making the company worth a total of about $500 million, assuming no per-share changes in price would occur between this 10% and a 100% purchase. Uh, Daimler's stake wouldn't stay at 10% for long, as in July, an Abu Dhabi company called Abar Investments would buy 40% of their 10% stake. Um, looking up the company, Abar Investments, A-B-A-R Investments, now leads to a company called International Petroleum Investment Company, uh, perhaps a new name for the company. 
Interesting thing is, the company is owned by the government of Abu Dhabi and was founded in 1984, with a full list of their investments from 1988 to 2016 on the Wikipedia page if you want that. Uh, Moving on from that, though, uh, we have something that caught me off guard when researching this. In June of 2009, the company was apparently approved for a loan from the United States Department of Energy. You know, it makes sense. It's an electric vehicle manufacturer. It all it all works out. Um, what surprised me was just how much they got. $100 billion? No. $200 million loan? No. Tesla Motors received a small loan of $465 million. Granted, it was part of an $8 billion program called the Advanced Technology Vehicles Manufacturing Loan Program, which was created in 2007 under the Bush administration and was given the name of the program. It makes sense for Tesla to be included under it. Um... The ATV MLP loan was the main funding for the development of the Model S, as would a $465 million wad of cash, you know, be. It's a pretty it's a pretty major part of part of uh funding. Um it also was good for Tesla's commercial powertrain, making the feasibility of consumer grade electric vehicles just come closer to being a reality for the company because now they had uh you know five four hundred and sixty million dollars to their name so that's that's pretty good tesla also was the first recipient to fully pay off their part of the loan paying it off in 2013 only four years after getting it paying it off before the other three recipients ford nissan and fisker so that's also very good they were the first to pay back this massive loan which probably means, you know, people are going to be like, okay, so they were able to pay off $465 million worth of debt in four years. That's probably a sound investment. Um, And even outside of that loan, the ATV MLP, Tesla would announce that it had finally achieved overall profitability in July of 2009, meaning that they finally made more money than they had expenses, more income than expenses. Uh, They only made $1 million, out of uh, 20 million in revenue, 1 million net income and 20 million revenue, uh, with the boost primarily coming from the 2010 Roadster refresh that they developed. Uh, but Tesla would announce their investment round in September of 2009 in order to boost the scale of the company, providing that it was now able to make a profit with Daimler using the round to expand a stake in the company. So what happened was that they used that profit to say, okay, now we're going to have another round of investment. And people are probably going to, you know, be invest more since now we've proven ourselves. And even Daimler believed that because they, you know, expanded their stake in the company a little bit. Um, But in June of 2010, Tesla filed its initial public offering, IPO, offering 13.3 million shares at $17 per share, raising $225 million. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good for an initial public offering of a company that was founded seven years beforehand. Uh, Interestingly enough, Tesla was the first US-based car manufacturer to go public in nearly 50 years, the last being Ford in 1956. However, Tesla only took four years to reach 50% of the market value of Ford. That's pretty good. Um, in 2013, 
Tesla was running into financial issues with the production of the Model S, while Musk proposed a $6 billion deal with Google to raise money and keep production going, improvement in the process and the sales push would give Tesla its first overall profitable quarter, an entire quarter of profitability, uh, which is different from the profitable month they had. A quarter is much, is much better than a single month. But in 2013, Tesla's stock would fall 20% after several fires occurred via Model S batteries. The fires, however, did not just happen out of the blue. Uh, they began several minutes after the car hit large debris at high speeds and gave the drivers warnings that the batteries were damaged and advised that they stop the vehicle and exit. The oddities of how stock works will never fail to astound me. The fact that people were given plenty of warning that these explosions were going to happen, and yet that made their stock drop. You know, that's interesting. Uh, but the owners of the three cars that had caused the stock drop would actually buy new Model S's to replace the old ones. So they still bought Tesla cars after theirs exploded. They would also offer better battery protection for anyone with a Model S. And since then, there have been very few cases of a battery failing, with the most recent as of writing being in April of 2019 in a Shanghai parking garage. Uh, despite the 20% drop in worth, Tesla stock remained the top performer of the NASDAQ 100 index that year. After the deal with Lotus finally ended, Tesla began producing their cars at their own factory in California. But when they predicted that the Model 3 would perform well in China in 2015, they had talks with Chinese companies and the government about production of cars domestically. The same would later be done in Europe with the German Gigafactory that's currently under construction. According to Tesla's chief information officer in 2016, uh, the company had been considering making both a car manufacturing plant as well as a battery factory in India with the end goal being an Indian Gigafactory, which would probably help in the long term. After great performance in 2015, the company announced that it planned to produce over 500,000 total cars between mid-2016 through to 2018, which was two years earlier than they had previously announced. In August of 2016, Tesla announced their plan to acquire SolarCity, the largest United States rooftop solar panel installer. The buyout would go through in November of 2016, allowing for the display of solar city panels in their showrooms, even partnering with Home Depot for a time, allowing customers to buy solar panels through the store. Finally, in March of 2016, Tesla announced the Model 3, which soon gained over 325,000 thousand pre-orders, resulting in the 500,000 unit production I just talked about. By 2017, purchasing a 5% stake in Tesla cost almost $2 billion. This is because that year, Tencent bought a 5% stake for $1.8 billion. Ten years before this, 10% cost $50 million. Now, 5% cost $2 billion. Tesla is growing at a fast pace. Uh, to expand more on the value that Tesla had reached in 2017, they not only got onto the Fortune 500, but also surpassed Ford in market cap for a few months, making it 
briefly the most valuable United States-based auto manufacturer, as well as the first U.S.-based auto manufacturer to beat Ford in market cap since the 50s. However, early in June of 2017, due to the demand for Tesla's Model S and Model X cars stagnating, as well as some other factors, investors were disappointed by the release of the Model 3, causing a drop in their stock market value over $12 billion. Their, their market value dropped $12 billion. Um, also, the release of the Model 3 conceded and may be caused a drop in customer deposits for the Model S and X of over $50 million. This caused Tesla to predict that their luxury vehicle turnout would only be about 100,000 units annually, which was below what outside analysts predicted. Tesla investors then gained concerns about rising competition in the market. It had been 14 years since the company was founded, and other manufacturers were beginning to get into the business of electric vehicles since Tesla was just so successful. Um, specifically, that year, Volvo said that they would focus entirely on electric vehicles, or at least electric-assisted vehicles, by 2019. The prior year, 2016, Musk said that he expected over 100,000 Model 3 orders come release, but their factories may only be able to produce 20,000 by the end of the year. However, given limitations with the Sparks Gigafactory, by October of 2017, the company had only rolled out 220 vehicles due to production bottlenecks. Specifically, Musk said that the bottlenecks were primarily due to the Model 3's battery, which would have allowed them to produce the Model 3 at a lower cost compared to the previous models. More specifically, Musk stated that they were having issues with the automated assembly line, primarily in one of the four battery zones, having issues caused by a systems integration subcontractor, apparently forcing them to rewrite the software from scratch. Uh, he ensured investors that he had the best in the company working on resolving the issue. The situation probably wasn't helped by the fact that the director of battery engineering, John Wagner, had left the company. Uh, the same month he reported the battery issues, Musk claimed that they would have their goal of producing 5,000 vehicles a week done sometime in March of 2018. This was a later date than the December of 2017, which he had previously announced. This had Cohen and company, an outside analyst, state that Elon Musk needs to stop over-promising and under-delivering. Bloomberg also stated that the company had lost an average of about $8,000 per minute or $480,000 per hour on the development of the Model 3. All of this led Musk to claim that the company would achieve 600 cars per week by the end of June 2018, although he did not predict when the company might be able to make 10,000 cars per week. By Q2 of 2018, the company reported 28,000 Model 3s delivered, and by Q4, they had delivered 63,000. You know, that was all going pretty well. And then came August 7th, 2018. Uh, for the uninitiated, that's when Musk stated on Twitter, quote, am considering taking Tesla private at $420. Funding secured. He would try and rationalize this later by stating that the status as a public company put pressure on them to get a certain amount of sales and revenue every quarter, claiming that certain decisions he had to make were good for the quarter, but not for the long term. 
He also stated that the company, having most shorted stock in history, has a lot of incentive for many investors to attack it. Later, on the Tesla blog, Musk stated that he made this consideration as him acting in his personal company, and not as the CEO of Tesla. He also said that he was confident in the funding from the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, who gave him the idea to make it private in the first place, giving him incentive to do so. It would take until August 24th for him to meet with the board of directors and decide that keeping the company public was actually a good idea. The entire debacle led to Musk being sued by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This was due to the tweet being characterized as false, misleading, and damaging to the investors. Furthermore, they sought to bar Musk from acting as the CEO to any public company due to it. Musk would settle with the SEC later and agreed to step down as chairman of Tesla and could not run for chairman for three years. Uh, he and Tesla were also fined $20 million each as reimbursement for investors. And that whole show there is the most recent non-future event that I'll be covering this time. Uh, Tesla has many projects on the way, such as a new roadster, the semi-truck, the famous Cybertruck, all of which will be covered at a future date.